Hey, how's it going, everybody? I want to do a little intro. This is my first podcast. So, forgive me if I'm... Sound like shit. I don't have my speaking voice yet. I heard it takes about 40 to 50 episodes before I actually get my voice. My name is Gabriel Hare. I'm founder and CEO of Liberty and Freedom Ecom. This podcast is called Liberty and Freedom Ecom Secrets. Because I want to dump a whole bunch of secrets on you guys. I'm going to show you guys how to drop ship. I'm going to show you guys online arbitrage, retail arbitrage, uh, whatever else you want to know. Uh, product selection and how to find this product, a private label. It's like drop ship. I have a private label on Amazon. I have um, a couple eBay stores. And I just want to spread the knowledge that I've learned, that people have taught me through the years that I've been doing this. So I just want to pay, pay it forward because that's what you should do. You should definitely pay it forward to people. Um, just looking forward. I must have recorded this intro probably the whole week, probably like 15 million times just to try to get it right. Hopefully this is the last time. I don't even know. I, mean, I know I can edit it, but I'm just, I'm a perfectionist, so, you know, that's part of it. I gotta get that shit over with. Imagine a perfectionist, I used to house paint, so imagine a perfectionist be a house painter. God, I used to drive myself insane. Not to mention, well, when I had a boss, not to mention my boss, because I take forever on, on certain projects. And sometimes you gotta come to a point where you just be like, yo, just stop. <clears throat> Looks good enough, you know what I mean? Can't make it any prettier than it already is, you know? Like they say, anyway, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. So, but at any rate, like I said, I'm getting off subject. This is an intro for e commerce space. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna drop a lot of knowledge on you guys, and I'm just looking forward to getting to know everybody. I'm getting, look, you know, I'm getting. Getting a little excited. Also, have a blog. I haven't really done anything with that yet. So I plan on doing that this weekend, hopefully. So, uh, I'm looking forward. Looking forward to getting things rolling. A little bit about myself. Uh, for the last 10 years, I've been working at a, a hospital and supporting their computers, their hardware. I've been doing that. And, um, I've had my own computer business. It was called Hair's Computer Repair. Then I started. I was gonna scale that a little bit, and I was gonna try to take you know take that to the next level. So I switched the name. I mean, Hair's Computer Repair is cool for hardware, but I was gonna try to be an MSP, which is a managed service provider. But businesses and stuff like that, you know, all bigger businesses, a lot of them. Um, all the ones I spoke to really wanted some kind of uh, degrees, and I'm pretty much all self-taught. <clears throat> and I just I can't. I don't have time to sit in school and all that crap. I hated school to begin with. I love learning, but school was never my thing. So 
but uh, and technology is just moving so fast, and I wish I would have done the e-commerce thing forever ago. I really liked e-commerce so far, and uh, I got into computers mainly because <clears throat> my pops, you know, suggested it back when I was, shit, back when I was 11, 10, 11. He, uh, he, he died when I was 12, turning 13 in a roofing accident, and he told me, you know, I should get into computers, and ever since then, he bought me my first computer and stuff, which was a Texas instrument, kind of hooked up to Kind of hooked up to a TV, <clears throat> which was great, you know. Sit there and mess around with programming and stuff. And programming is definitely not my forte. It's just a sort of simple fact that you get one little error, you gotta go through and find everything. I mean, this was back in the mid to early 80s, and it was a pain in the ass trying to find, you know, where you screwed up. Thank God it wasn't a long, it wasn't long program or nothing. Uh, I don't even know what kind of language it was, but. But I don't know, what we do, we, we did one that had a program, something that just did colors through the screen. Probably took us hours to do that for five seconds of flashing colors. I'm surprised I didn't go into the seizure. But, uh, and the other one was kind of cool, was Hangman. And that took us forever to do. And once we did that, you know, you play Hangman, you put in the words and stuff like that. And that only took a couple minutes to solve. <clears throat> And that was it, you know, you get bored of it and it took like probably like a couple of weeks to do the program, you know, fixing the errors and all that shit. Just to have, you know, five minutes of, of something cool. I mean, it was still cool that we built it, but but then I think after that, for the most part, when he passed away, when he had that accident and died, I just, I carried on the roof, or not the roofing, he, that's how he died, he died in a roofing accident. <clears throat> I fell through the skylight. It's kind of messed up the way it was. There was a wall and a skylight, and he didn't have any blueprints and all like that. And he went to leap over the wall, and boom, right through the skylight. It was like 100 feet in the air, or he was 100 feet up in the air, or up on the roof, and smashed through. And I hit something midair on the way down through the building and broke his neck. But I. Yeah, so I guess ever since he told me to get him computers, and I guess that's what I always carried around. It's like, yeah, I got to do something with computers, you know. My pops told me I got to do something with this, and I did until, you know, just certain, just moving so fast, and I just I can't keep up with it. Nor do I really want to. I just want to change. I should have just kept it as a hobby for the most part. I don't know, because I'm not really, I wouldn't call myself a geek, you know what I mean, I'm not like a computer geek, no offense out there to anybody that is, I mean, teach his own, it's just, it just wasn't my thing, I wasn't, you know, I just didn't just sit around in the house and just, just you know, bang out the computer the whole time, you know, like a lot of people do, and that's why I wasn't all that great at it, the hardware side, I mean, I'm great at the hardware side, but everything else is just so much, so much to remember, my memory nowadays ain't that great. <clears throat> but uh, so that's a little bit, you know, a little bit of my backstory. Uh, anybody ever has any questions, you know, don't be afraid to hit me up. I'll answer you guys. I'll be transparent as possible. You know, I want to start breaking down some knowledge for you guys. I think it'll be good. Um, and as soon as I, as soon as I get off, I'm gonna 
find all kinds of stuff to talk about. And like I said, this is my first podcast, so sorry if I'm a little rusty and sound like shit, but I'll get better. You know, bear with me. Alright. Everybody have a wonderful day, a wonderful weekend. Peace. Hey, how's it going everybody? It's Gabriel Hare from Liberty and Freedom Ecom Secrets. This is my second podcast ever. I know I said I was going to put them out a little sooner together, but um, it just hasn't happened. I guess a little procrastination kicked in. And also family stuff and other business stuff I'm trying to get going. So I apologize, but you know I'm going to try to keep start doing them at least once a week at the very least. And hopefully, eventually, I can start doing them every day. I'll have to find 10, 20 minutes. Whenever I get a little more comfortable, I'll have to find some time. But anyway, today, I want to talk about customer relations, customer relationships. Tell, let me tell you a little something. Recently, I had an eBay client going back and forth. And if anybody who drop ships knows that shipping sometimes, you know, shipping's not in my control. I can't. I can't control what the, the post office or UPS or FedEx or any of them guys do. I can't control that. You know, so once once it's out of, you know, the person I'm dropshipping from, once it's out of their hands, it goes to the post office or UPS, and there's not much I can do from it there. Well, one customer recently, and I've had a lot of these lately, especially around the holidays, that, you know, people were saying that they didn't get their merchandise or their items or whatever. And I'm sorry, but I, I have no control over that. I mean, post office could have delivered them to the wrong person. Hell, and around Christmas holidays and stuff, people, you know, just people go around and they steal them. They see a package, they steal it. You know, that's the way, you know, that's the way this world's going, unfortunately. It sucks, but what are you going to do? But uh, anyway, recently I had a customer come to me and say he didn't receive his package. And I had, I had the tracking number say that he, you know, that it was delivered. So eBay is usually pretty good about that, you know. If you, as long as you have a tracking number and you can submit the tracking number to eBay, usually it's always going to be in your favor. And this time, I I guess I went about it a little differently. He said he didn't get it. I told him I had a tracking number. We didn't even get eBay involved. And uh, here, I guess his order was also short. I mean, he was real cool from the door. You know, he he understood that it wasn't my fault for about the shipping aspect but he did eventually find it i guess i don't know if he said that it actually showed up or he found it at a neighbor's house something like that i think it might actually no that's right he went to the post office the post office actually had it and they're going to deliver it you know within a day or so even though it was already said it was delivered could have been one of those jobs where the post office didn't want to leave it with nobody home or whatever so he, he says he got it and he opened it and said that you know, a lot of stuff he bought coffee pods and a lot of you know those little coffee things that go in um that are like a cup of coffee, or whatever. And he said he bought what was that, three orders of four packs that each pack had sixteen in it. So it was like I guess it came out to like one hundred forty-four, and he was missing like almost three quarters of them. And I got it, and I mean. <laughs> I know I, I I'm the one to order so I know I did the uh, you know the correct order and stuff like that and so I don't know what the hell happened to or I can't figure out I looked through the system I can't figure out how it got that screwed up and how he missed that much you know that many boxes or that many pods 
so he was a little irritated, which is understandable. And I guess the moral of the story is the best thing you can do is communicate. Keep the communication open with your, you know, with your people, with your customers or whatever. And that's the biggest thing. Even if they're pissed off, like this guy was really getting pissed off, especially when he found out that his order was, you know, was, you know, he only got a quarter of his order. And the guy was understandably pissed. I'd be pissed. You'd be pissed. Everybody would be pissed. You know, it's just the way it is. But, uh, but here, I, I, I apologize to him, and you always got to be apologetic, you know. Even if you're not, you have to be apologetic. The customer, like they always said back in the day, customer's always right. I mean, I, I agree with that to an to extent. I mean, nobody's always right. But, you know, I, I agree with, you know, the customer, the customer, you know, he's the one giving you the money, so you got to, you got to go, you know, you got to, try to understand where he's coming from so uh, you know I apologized and I, I gave him a full refund for his orders and let him keep what he had because he, he did actually at this point he did submit it I'm sorry he did submit it to eBay and eBay was going to you know wanted him to return it and I was going to refund him once I got the return but I was already thinking you know I was going to give it back to him anyway I wanted to see and try to see if I could dig up and figure out what the hell happened to half you know three quarters of his order so you know i was talking to him through email and he i i just kept apologizing I'm like, oh, look i'm sorry i was like here here's what i'm gonna do i was like keep your stuff you don't have to return what you got enjoy what you got so far i'll give you your full refund because originally he said he wanted like fifty dollars and to keep what he wanted or he wanted you know the order fulfilled well, drop shipping is a little hard to do that on some aspects. So I was like, you know what? I was like, keep what you have. You already have, you know, some order, some of the order. Keep what you have. I'll give you a full refund. And he he was happy with that. And he he actually said, he said, well, are these one of the things that you don't have anymore? Or are they like one of the things you'll never get? I was like, no, they should be back in stock around February twenty third. 21st to 23rd, you know, in between there somewhere. And he's like, he's like, okay. He's like, well, let me know. And he's like, I'll end up buying, you know, I'll, I'll make another order. But see, the way as shitty as this order and as shitty as this whole thing has turned out for him from the, from the door, it didn't turn out right because, you know, it never even got delivered right when it said it should have been delivered. And, you know, the order was incorrect and all that. And the guy still wants to order with me. You know, he still wants to buy from me. Why? Because I kept the lines of communication open. I was honest with the guy. I wasn't trying to be shady. I wasn't trying to dick the dude over. You know what I mean? You got to keep the lines of communication open. And, you know, it's customer satisfaction. See, my biggest thing is customer care. You got to care about your customer. If you don't care about them, they're not going to care about you and they're not going to spend any money at your store. So the bottom line is, you know, treat your customers good. Keep the lines of communication open. And you should have a nice, long, you know, person that comes back, a nice, long customer that comes back and buys and buys from him. So, I mean, that's, if you figure out your customer value for life, you know, it should be pretty, pretty good. So, I'm sorry. I, I know. Uh, so, basically, the bottom line is just, you know, talk to your customer. Don't ignore them. You know, make make them feel special. 
in a sense, I guess you could say, and and listen to what they're saying. You know, customer relationships are very important, especially if you want to grow your business. All right. Like I said, this is my second podcast. If you listen to my first one, you know that they're going to suck for so long. <laughs> so I'm sorry if this one still sucks. I tried being a little better. I'm trying to find my voice, but um, they will get better. So please bear with me, and um, I'll talk to you, you know, just tune in, and I'll talk to you guys soon, all right? And keep on, you know, keep on trucking and keep those lines of communication open with your customers, all right? Peace out.